What's good? We are here. Can't speak too loud because Roman is sleeping. Uh, it's one of his many nap times. Uh, so we're here. Heart check. So y'all know what that means. Lydia is on here and we are going to be transparent, kind of talk about some things that we've learned, you know, over the last few weeks. I think the last episode we had you on was after delivery, Mm -hmm. where we just kind of talked, well, we talked about the first week, essentially. I think a lot has changed (laughs) since then. (laughs) I think there's been a lot of growth. Roman, excuse me, Roman right now is three weeks and two days. So however many days that is, what, 23? Mm -hmm. Um, So how are we doing? Just, well, I guess we'll just kind of get into it. How's everything overall? I'd say from the first week until now, there have been a lot more struggles that we have faced, especially in our marriage. Like what? I would say for me, I've struggled balancing the role of being a wife and also the role of being a mom. Hmm. You want to elaborate? Um, for me, when Roman was born, my focus shifted to, okay, Lydia is now a mom and I neglected the fact that Lydia is also a wife Hmm. and so my time and attention is focused on nourishing this baby but I've neglected almost all of your needs until you had like a little heart to heart heart check. Um, A little heart check, yeah, yeah. that's really what we had. Uh, To expand on that, so the last two weeks mm-hmm. really have there's been a lot going on. Yeah. The draft was last weekend, so started, you know, a week and a day ago. It was last I don't know why I saw that, but it was last weekend. And, you know, getting into a rhythm at Roman, I think a lot of it has to do with lack of sleep. Yeah. Uh, I think we might have talked about that before, but it really has been a, a season, I think, of stretching and growing for us, kind of what she talked about. The balance between the new role, now you're a mom, Mm -hmm. but you're still my wife. I think for me, like, so basically this is what happened. Backtrack. So the draft, my big day was Saturday. So leading up to the draft, you know, probably for the last 10 days going into the draft, like my mindset is like, this is the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I need to be focused on the draft. However, what we can do, especially as men, is allow our work to become our idol. Mm-hmm. And we're serving work, doing what we need to do for our clients while missing your wife and you know, not doing for her what she needs to be done. I feel like a part of it is, and you can speak on this, like how did you feel, I guess, when things with work started ramping up? Like, did you feel neglected? Like, how, is, how are those emotions? It felt like Roman and I were doing our own thing and your focus was solely on giving your love, attention, grace, everything into your clients, which for me, I didn't feel so-called alone because I had Roman, but it felt like we were on opposite teams because I almost had resentment because I'm like, oh, Roman, I guess we're just on our own for the next however many days. Um, But yeah, I guess neglected. Neglect my needs were, I guess, just not being met. I would say also, I kind of realized that. Like yeah. I was talking with Jeff, we had a good discussion. Um, and then on the flip side, from my perspective, yeah. 
I felt like how I was doing with work, you were doing with romance. Mm -hmm. Like Joshua Gray gets no hugs, no kisses. He got your whole, you know, your boobs and I don't get no access, you know? And I think I did feel, I started feeling resentment, not only towards you for the lack of attention that I was receiving from you, but it filtered also into Roman, where I'm like, this being is what's causing this rift between me and my wife. Why would I want to hold you and pat your back when you're the reason? Like, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, why do you think it can be so hard to keep perspective on both ends? Like, why is that such a struggle, you think? I think for us, this is the <clears throat> first time that we've taken on a new role especially in my, like you have taken on a new role as an agent. And then every time you take on a new client, you hmm. kind of take on a new role and you have to, I don't know, you're constantly challenged. Whereas for me, my life has been kind of fluid the last few years and hmm. the role has just been okay. Lydia is Lydia. And then like you have time to prep to be a wife. And then it's no, like a, I don't know. How would I describe the... Having him? Yeah. It's just like... It's just in one day. Yeah. It's Everything not, there's changed. nothing gradual. No. Like, that's one thing that pregnancy showed me is mm -hmm. that like, you can be pregnant, right? Yeah. Those nine months, that's its own season. Yeah. It does not carry over. But pregnancy doesn't really prepare you from motherhood. Mm -mm. It's just this... But it's gradual changes even through pregnancy. And then once you have a child, everything changes. Right. So for me, I had not taken on a new role or had a lot of change in my life. And so for me, this period has been like world flip upside down, not in a bad way. Just I have not been challenged this much in my life <laughs> in many, many years. What would you say has been the most challenging thing? Because we kind of talked about like when we came on here a week, when he was a week yeah. old, we were like, oh, yeah, you know, this it's isn't great, too bad. Man, it ain't bad, you know, so on and so forth. I guess but, the first week you're on a, at least for the first, I would say, 10 days, you're on a high. You're like, oh my yeah. gosh, we brought home this new baby. He's perfect. I can get up in the middle of the night when he cries because he's my With child. I am so excited to change his diaper. And then, like, day 11 comes around. It's like, whoa. So you're actually going to wake up five times a night for... Weeks, months, yeah. <laughs> days. So I would say that is the hardest part is trying to function on little sleep. What is, when you say little sleep, because everybody asks, yeah, what is that a typical? It's probably hour and a half increments throughout the entire night. So he's up, he goes to bed, he has a bath at six, he is asleep by eight. He's up at 10, 12, 1.30, 3, sometimes 4, 5, and then he'll normally take a three-hour nap from 5 to 8 a.m. What goes through your mind when it's 3.30 yeah. and you've had, like, small glimpses yeah. of rim sleep but haven't really experienced it? What goes through your mind in those I mean, like, hours? You're tired, but you're also you don't really have a choice. Like this child depends on you for their life. You nurse them, you change them, you give them love. They need you 
to care for them. So it is hard waking up, but at the same time, don't have choice. One thing you told me earlier this week was it doesn't feel like this is my body anymore. Yeah. Can you elaborate on like where that came from, the breastfeeding as it is now, like how that experience is? I didn't mean it in a negative way, like my body is no longer my own, but your body now has to be available to this new being 24 seven, mm. regardless if you're trying to clean or make a meal, fold clothes, do something in an instant. If he's hungry, whatever task you're doing has to be put down and you have to be available. So your body, your brain, like everything has to be available to this being all the time. What would you say, because you do have your hands full, like mm -hmm. there's, and I think a part of my going back to the resentment portion was I felt inadequate. Mm -hmm. The fact that I couldn't feed Roman, yeah. I would try to hold him, and then he'd start crying because he's hungry, mm -hmm. and I got to give him to you. And I really felt, like, useless mm -hmm. for him. Yeah. And then I, like, just didn't have a place. And it did feel for a while like it was y'all two, and then I'm just over here doing what I need yeah. to do. What would be, like, or even now, where we are, like, we had a, you know, a moment Saturday, Sunday, last weekend, and this week has been, I would say, great. Yeah. What do you think has changed that's now we're on the same accord and there is joy back in our home when it was lacking maybe for a few days. I think for one, you feeling inadequate was me not allowing you to gain confidence in taking care of him. Hmm. So even if it comes to changing a diaper, yes, I can do it, but it gives you confidence in mm -hmm. your head. Hey, I just changed a diaper. Like you're proud of it. Whereas for me, it's just like a checklist for me. Like, all right, his diapers changed now next yeah. thing. But so, I get, like, filled yeah, up. Yeah, so I had to be more aware that it's not a checklist to you. It's a confidence builder every single time. And the more you build confidence in taking care of him, you feel more adequate yeah. in being a parent. And then I want to help yeah. more. Okay, so tying some things in. At nighttime, mm -hmm. we've kind of... I think tried to figure out something that maybe works for us. We had initially, uh, you know, first few nights is very random, and then I tried to set up some sort of structure, just because it is like that. You had you had said this, mm -hmm. you would see me sleeping mm -hmm. at night, and you would do what? Would you say? Glaring. You would be glaring at me while I'm asleep because you wanted help. Yeah. You wanted someone to be awake. Help as in social, just support. You don't have to change his diaper. You don't have to burp him. I just want your eyes awake and you just to be there for me. Right. And you had a few times, I think, gotten mad yeah. because I didn't wake up. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I don't hear, like, when, if I'm not waking up, I'm asleep. Mm -hmm. And I think that also caused some, like, discord between mm us. But... The communication is key. You kind of alluded to this. And now I think, like, we've one thing that I've had to work with my wife on. So, for those that don't know, very independent background, like, grew up being taught, like, you got to handle your own, don't need to ask for help, so on and so forth. And I think that upbringing really shows some, maybe not the best fruit in our marriage because you struggle with asking for help. Mm -hmm. Why do you think, one, that's been a struggle for you to ask for help? And two, how has it been 
growing in learning, hey, I can just ask him if I need something and not expecting him to do it. During this period, I've had to learn that asking for help isn't a weakness. Mm. That being independent is great in some aspects of life, but in parenthood and marriage, if you don't ask, you're like on your own parallel journeys and there is no connection at all. Yeah. Um, so even if it's something that I know I'm capable of doing on my own, asking for your help just to make it a little easier on me and for you to know, hey, my wife needs me. Not, she can do this all on my own, on her own. Why am I even here? Yeah, so, which is how I felt for a while. No, that's good. What was the other question? Um, I don't remember. Something <laughs> about, well, the only thing I want to talk about is like at nights now, like yeah. what we've done at least the last few nights is say, okay, mm-hmm. Joshua's going to go to sleep. Yeah. But if Lid asks me for anything, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, She'll wake, wake me up. I get up, you need water, I'll get it. You need me to change diaper, I'll do it. You need me to hold him so you can go to the bathroom, whatever it could be. And I think just having that transparency for sure. Uh, and it's crazy, like, something so little as being able to ask for help can be such a big difference. Yeah. And I think it has been. Okay, so transitioning a little bit, how has the recovery process been for you? You're three weeks out. Yeah. A lot slower than I had expected. Okay. I had this expectation that because I've been an athlete my whole life and I can recover from all these little minor injuries throughout my career that giving birth will be no different. If the recovery for a normal individual is six weeks, maybe mine will be four weeks. (laughs) Like maybe it'll just speed up just because I've been an athlete not recognizing that my body went through something traumatic. So that recovery I guess it's made me a little, I don't know, not, hmm, I don't want to say a negative term, but I've had to give myself a little more grace towards it because it's not a bad thing that it's taking longer than I thought. It's just my expectation has not met reality, which Mm. kind of has put me in a bit of a lull. Um, because you thought you'd be further along yeah, than you are. Yeah, I thought. But I think with recovery, you can't have an expectation. You kind of just take day by day where I'm, it's in my head. I had a timeline. Like, okay, I give birth. You're supposed to bleed for six weeks. No, no, no. My body's only going to bleed for maybe two. And then, <laughs> okay, after that, you know, I'll work out four weeks and no expectation is meeting. Do you think a part of that... I don't know if struggle, whatever the term would be, is a lack of control that you have right now yeah. with the recovery in your body? Because your body is just on its own track and it's like, okay, come on body, like speed up. It's like, no, no, like you take care of this child and I'll go at my own pace. That's good. Okay, <laughs> uh, last few questions. So again, you know, three weeks out, mm-hmm. um, they were starting to try to find some sort of rhythm you know, I think the concept of trying to, I talked with one of Sterling's sister and she said, with a child, a lot of people try to tell you, try to get them on your routine as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. whatever it can be. She said, that's pointless. Mm-hmm. What, I guess, for where we are in mm-hmm. moving forward, 
routine-wise, rhythm-wise, anything with Roman? Like, what are your goals? What are you expecting? Like, what do you see kind of in the next few weeks as, like, this is what I'm envisioning for him? I've had to understand that he's only been considered Earthside for three weeks. To have expectations towards him, oh, actually, you're going to sleep through the night by eight weeks, just, like, (laughs) It's just unrealistic. Right. So even when he wakes up in the middle of the night now, I have to take a step back and understand this baby has only been here for three weeks. You can't be upset if he wakes up to eat or just because he wants to be loved on. Like, he needs you. So I think for scheduling-wise going forward, just taking it day by day. If he sleeps another hour consistently at night, I'm grateful. Because right now it's an hour and a half to two. If he could do a three-hour stretch, that'd be awesome. Good. Yeah. So going forward, really no expectations. What is the best part about being a mom? Mm. Like you are a mom. <laughs> You're a dad. That's crazy. Not just a mom, a super mom. <laughs> but what is the best part? I guess the feeling. It's kind of two-sided. The feeling that this being needs you all the time. Mm. Like even with your husband, like you need me sometimes. And other times, even if I want to do something for you, you're like, oh, maybe later. Or actually, maybe can you do this for me instead? This baby will accept anything. Like he'll accept if you read him this book or if you rock him or if you love on him he'll accept anything so it's the constant need and desire for someone that's just like never ending (laughs) but also it's twofold because there are times when it's like oh my gosh you need me 24 7 this is this is hard yeah what's the best part about being a dad i like that you ask me questions when i ask you questions so you're about to, he just she just stares at me like yep okay um the best part for me about being a dad you kind of just alluded to this is like the morning so for those that don't know if you haven't listened check out the draft diaries like recap I thought about the draft that experience and I woke up you know went to sleep Saturday night somewhat you know upset you know still had two guys unsigned. And I woke up Sunday morning in a funk, you know, just because the draft didn't necessarily go how I expected, still ended up being blessed, but just certain things happened that I wasn't anticipating. And with Roman, one thing that I've realized, she's on her phone, is distracting me, thank you, um, that I've realized is Sunday morning when I woke up and he's crying and I hold him and he calms down. I realized that he doesn't care. He doesn't care what happens with my clients. He doesn't care what happens with the stock market. Doesn't care how my day was, nothing. He just wants attention and he wants love. He wants what he wants. And to be able to have this being who has no, like, puts no pressure on me, puts no expectation, oh, you gotta go perform. You gotta go do this, do that, whatever, make this money, whatever it could be. 
He he's cares. happy with the minimum. That's it. Mm -hmm. He's literally happy, at least for me, because I can't feed him. But he just happy with that. Picks him up, sings a little bit to him. You know, maybe he might be upset when I'm singing, but I don't think he is. But just the fact that he just does not care about the things that the world tells you are so important. Yeah. He so just, however much you can give to him, he's content. Yeah. It's like today I can only give you 20% of my energy. I'm trying. He's happy with it. Some days if you can give 100 and you've got great sleep, he's happy with it. He has no expectations. For no him. expectation. Which is like amazing even just seeing him when he's hungry mm -hmm. he's throwing his temper tantrum mm -hmm. the moment you lift up your shirt <laughs> and he latches he good like he's good so it's just i'll say that for sure oh uh, okay well last question he really has such few needs in the big scheme of things he needs to be fed he needs his diaper changed he needs love that's it that's it simple we're, it's as you get older, we make it so much more complicated. Well, our needs get. Yeah, that's true. Do they though? We still need food. Yeah. You need attention. <laughs> you need love. You just yeah. don't need someone changes your diaper. Yeah. You know, relatively. I've even, I believe since he's been here, it has simplified our life. Yeah. Like, our quote unquote fun yeah. is. Watching the last dance documentary. It's in the bed with in the, him. In the bed with him us. in between us. It's going for a walk. Yeah. It's going outside and playing with chance. You know, really simple things that like in light of this quote unquote lockdown, we haven't really needed much that's outside of our home except for food. Yeah. To be honest. I think that's something that I'm gonna have to work on though, because I'm finding joy in what makes him happy mm. but I think as he gets older I'm still gonna have to incorporate things that Make I find happy. enjoying uh. because one day when he no longer needs mom 24-7 and I have time on my hands we can't be twiddling my thumbs do you think again just three weeks in yeah. that you can understand how a good amount of moms lose their identity in their children absolutely Why already it's I see my role right now, although it's what I have to be right now, but it's Lid is a mom. Number one. Also a wife, but right now because Mom's number so one. young, yeah. Lid is just a mom. But that's okay right now. What would you think is one tangible step you could take to grow, not Lid the mom or Lid the wife, but Lydia the woman? You mentioned this too, but constantly finding ways to still learn and expand my mind because right now it's just feed him take care of him and that's all really i'm doing but even when you mentioned that i had a desire to teach him sign language what am i doing right now so that when he can communicate in some ways in a few months from now that i'm not like oh crap i could have done this for those during those two hour naps that he was taking so yeah. just finding a little little ways to still learn because my brain is tired <laughs> brain's tired yeah. but even with the lack of sleep i'm forgetful so it's like i know my brain not to say it's like deteriorating but your brain needs to yeah, be fed stimulated yeah. in some way other than yeah no that's good i like that uh well last question i have for you so 
But we're here, we're mm -hmm. eating dinner. It's quiet, he's sleeping. This is what I'm grateful for. <laughs> so that's the question, like, yeah. yeah, what are you grateful for? That we're able to have dinner together, record a podcast, maybe we'll be able to watch an episode. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he'll wake up. But what are you grateful for? Hmm, grateful for my wife. Uh, easy for me to say that with you here, but just it's all made me realize one single moms shout out to y'all like shout out to y'all not even saying like because i really don't do too much for roman but to do it by yourself mm -hmm. like what you said even at night you don't there will be a lot more tears yeah like for women that are raising children literally mm -hmm. solo like super respect super mm -hmm. kudos um this whole process has made me more appreciative of my parents. Like, I'm wiping his bum, mm. and then like in my head, I'm like, my parents wipe my bum. Like that's like, thank y'all, thank <laughs> you, Woodrow and Talonia for doing that. Um, but I would say just above anything, I would really just grateful for my superstar, super mom. Like seeing you, I have never seen you be so willing to serve someone else, and you like are a servant at heart, and like, you love nurturing you love caring for others doing for others very selfless but just seeing like it's two o'clock in the morning and i know you're exhausted and i'm i low-key don't want to get up and i just ask you you need anything and i just see him like he's feeding and you're just looking exhausted but you just always kind of have this like good aura about you you know this positivity so i would just say that um just how intentional you have been how hands-on you have been, how honestly you've had a lack of complaining. You will complain about me, but you have not complained about him, you know? And I think just that has been, I couldn't ask for more, you know, from a, my quote-unquote baby mama. So, <laughs> um, anything else you got? Anything else you want to touch on? All right, what are we about to do? Go watch the, maybe watch the episode or something? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that's I all. Try to sleep. Try to sleep, yeah, you try to sleep. I don't blame you. So that's all we got. This is Agent Talk Podcast. We're here on Heart Check with my wife, Lydia Grady, and we out.